I'm Douglas Jackson with the Virginia Department of Housing and Community Development. This is the Partners for Better Communities podcast, and we're looking back at conversations from the 2019 Virginia Governor's Housing Conference. We set up a listening booth to ask people about the work they're doing and how it's impacting the lives of Virginians. DHCD staff member Rajan Eng talked with Michelle Coward. Michelle is the Operations Manager for Property Maintenance Code Enforcement at the City of Richmond. Every structure in the city of Richmond has to meet minimum requirements, Michelle says. And you can tell what drives her are the people who live in those structures. Let's hear how lead hazard reduction efforts are empowering tenants and improving health outcomes for Richmond's youngest residents. Tell me about uh, some work that you're doing that's really exciting for you. So right now we are working with the health department on their lead um, grant, trying to identify potential clients that could um, benefit from receiving grant funds to help eliminate or minimize and make lead safe in the houses that they live in. Um, So we're in that partnership with them right now. Tell me why that's meaningful for you. Um, It's meaningful because unlike uh, most people think that lead is no longer a big issue in the city of Richmond, but the statistics does not show that, and kids are still being exposed. So we still need to keep that information in the um, forefront of people's minds. As, As more kids are being born, then, of course, they have the potential of being exposed if we're not aware of the dangers of it and places where it exists so that we can at least make those conditions safe. That's great. Um, tell me how you got into this line of work. Totally by accident, but um, serving as their administrative support for the agency, I was able to see what they were doing in the community and how doing inspections of existing structures made a difference in the community because we were able to identify things at their um, earliest point so that people could make the corrections before they affected life safety of people living in these structures or a plan in a community or even visiting um, commercial structures, restaurants, or hotels, we identified those things early enough so that it could be corrected before it had a life safety issue. Yeah. Um, is, is there an, an event or maybe a, a situation early on that kind of made that click for you? It wasn't um, so much an event, but I got the opportunity to do some ride-alongs with some inspectors. And as we were engaging with our clients, I realized that people just really didn't know their rights as tenants, that they didn't have to live in um, places that did not meet minimum standard. They accepted it as the norm. So I, I felt compelled um, you know, to do that educational piece that says it does not matter what your rent um what your rent is, it doesn't matter where you live in the city, every structure has to meet that minimum standard. So it's not about the people living in it, it's about the structure, and so you deserve that. So it sounds like you're helping to helping people to claim their dignity. Yes, exactly. And what's that feel like? 
um, it for me, it's empowering. But more importantly, I'm giving somebody else the power to be empowered as well, because we also tell them what you can do if you do have problems, um, because you are in a lease agreement. So as the lease holder, you need to communicate with your landlord. You need to let them know what your concerns are, documenting it, you know, doing things the right way so that if there is a reason for you to take legal action, you have everything in place to do so. What's uh, something that is very important for homeowners to know about standing up for themselves? So more so renters than homeowners, even though we do deal with homeowners. But for the renter, they need to know that they don't have to accept whatever they're being told. If they know that it's not correct, they don't have ownership of these units to the point where they have to make corrections. That is still primarily the responsibility of the owner of the structure. So even if they're telling you that, don't always take it at face um, face value. Do your research, ask the questions, and always you can call our office and we can provide you, you know, information to help you. That's great. But that sounds like it can be difficult work as well. It is difficult. Um, A lot of times tenants don't want to get involved because they're afraid that their lease might be terminated. And then where they're going to go, they may be comfortable in that particular location or area because of school or work. So it, it is sometimes difficult. Well, how do you keep going in the face of that? Or what keeps you going? What helps you keep keep at it every day? You know, because I, I can imagine some people might get worn down by that. Um, sometimes you do, but you remember that you're helping people and you're providing them good information. And, you know, knowledge is power. And sometimes everybody may not use it, but if one out of every five use it, then you still accomplish something. Absolutely. Is, is, are, are there people around you that, that support you and, and help drive you? So, yes, of course, my management teams, and so we have super um, inspectors that's in the field, and I try to promote that vision to them that we're here to help our communities. We, you know, we're partners in this. No one agency in the city does anything alone, and so we have to support the vision that um, people deserve a quality of life, and we want to embrace that so that people will want to live, work, and play in the city. That's the vision and the mission of our city. We want people to come here and enjoy when they're here. That's a wonderful vision. Well, thank you for sharing your your time and your story with us today. You're more than welcome. Thank you. We had a lot of fun going deeper with folks during the listening sessions. This year, the Governor's Housing Conference is going to be virtual on November 18th through the 20th. You can still register at vaghc.com. Expect inspirational speakers and presentations from leaders around the Commonwealth doing important work for their residents. While several cities in Virginia have partnered with HUD to provide lead-free work in their areas, the Department of Housing and Community Development runs a lead hazard reduction program as well. The program works with local health departments, state agencies, and DHCD's existing network of providers within our rehabilitation program portfolio. Contact Susan Hill at DHCD for more information or visit dhcd.virginia.gov. Susan's email is susan.hill at dhcd.virginia.gov. Thanks for listening to the Partners for Better Communities podcast.